couple more NFL games that we have to preview before we get out of here tonight. We left off with Giants-Jags. I like the Jags in that game. Browns-Ravens. PJ, what are you doing in this game? I'd probably play the over. I mean, the Ravens dominated against the Giants, but stupid Lamar turnovers cost them. J.K. Dobbins' injury sucks. What are you doing in this game? Uh, Like the Browns a lot, plus six and a half. Divisional dog. It's real simple. Just take the Browns-Ravens. Upcoming game is against the Bucks on a short week on a Thursday. Definitely could be some look ahead. And I just don't like the vibe right now in the Ravens, in the clubhouse, I guess you could say, the locker room. Rashad Bateman was tweeting out LOL after Deshaun Jackson got signed. Yeah. Lamar's been having turnovers. Dobbins is hurt now. Marcus Peters is getting into it with Harbaugh, and the defenses can't hold leads. It's just it's a bad vibe with the Ravens right now. They should be 6-0. At the absolute worst, 5-1. and And the fact that they're 3-3, three and three, it's just it's it's bad for them right now. So... Take the Browns plus six and a half. Cleveland's lost three straight games. They're going on the road now, kind of playing with house money. I watch these Ravens-Browns game every single year, and Cleveland always plays the Ravens tough. Take the Browns plus six Yeah, and a that half. was one of my favorite bets. I didn't get to it in terms of the lock of the week. Uh, we had so many plays that we gave out. Is Yeah, I like the Browns plus six and a half in this spot as well. I mean, if you just look at how desperate this Browns team is, Cleveland, like you said, has lost three games by six points total. Mm -hmm. This team isn't really as bad as their record suggests. They've had a terrible game, obviously, against the Patriots. And if you're like a a person who subscribes to, you know, recency bias or at least like that thought, that's why I think this number is what it is. I don't think Nick Chubb has two bad games in a row. I mean, he was horrible. The Browns' defense is 28th in yards per play, 26th in yards per carry, 27th in yards per pass, 31st in points allowed. That's pretty bad, but the worst thing there is that Baltimore does. The worst thing that Baltimore does is run the ball. Um, these last two teams, these these last three teams, these teams. That's hard to say. The last three times these teams have played, it was a six point or less game. It just feels like a backdoor cover to me. I think Ravens could. I could see them very easily getting out to a double digit lead, and then this slowly but surely trickling away just like it does in every single other Ravens game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Ravens win the game, but man, more than six points. I mean, home division favorites of five or more points have only covered 40% of the time, 35, 53, and two. And then Baltimore, just themselves, 8, 18, and one against the spread in division home games when they're favored by more than five points. I think it should be like three, three and a half. Yeah. I do think they win though, but uh, no bet for me. It would be Cleveland or pass. What about Jets Broncos? I feel like I'm going to end up playing the Broncos. I haven't yet. We're waiting on the injury report. Obviously the Jets playing really good football. Do you think they maybe come down to earth? This is a pick it's in Denver. You know, Zach Wilson only attempted 18 passes. They did it on the ground. I don't know if they're going to be able to run the ball the way they did against Green Bay uh, against this Denver D. And I think Russell Wilson and these guys eventually figure it out. I don't feel great about this, but if I had to gun to my head, I'd probably play Broncos at a pick. What about you guys? Broncos are the gross side. They're the side that you don't want to play, which means they're the side you probably should play. I just think it's a bad matchup for them. We all watched them on Monday night against the Chargers and how much that O-line struggled against the Charger pressure. Now they have Quinn and Williams and that Jets defense coming in there. I just I think it's going to be ugly. And with the way the Jets are running the ball, even though Denver's used to the altitude, it doesn't mean it's going to make it easy on them when their Jets are running the ball down their throat and that defense is going to be huffing and puffing in the second half. I like what the Jets have going. They're 3-0 on the road this season. They're 3-0 with Zach Wilson back. He's not turning the ball over. He's managing the game. They're leaning on the defense and run game. I think they're going to continue to do the same thing. We love betting desperate teams, and Denver is definitely a desperate team. 
Guys, they just can't score. They can't score right now. They're Five so of horrible. their six games, yeah. they've scored 20 points or less. Yeah. I can't back them. It's Jets or pass. It's, it's Jets or pass for me as well. I think I gave out the under first half. Uh, 18 and a half first half feels like going to be a very slow starting game. It's, it's the Jets because, one, their offensive line has been elite. Brees Hall has been able to do pretty much whatever he wants against anyone. Zach Wilson doesn't have to do too much. And honestly... Like, Sauce Gardner might be that guy. Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. sure how Russell Wilson, who he's getting the ball to, but his shoulder is not right. His mind is not right. And truthfully, like, yeah, maybe he moves the ball down the field, but as soon as he gets, you know, at the 20-yard line into the red zone, it just doesn't feel like he can make something happen. I kind of like that uh, McManus prop, though. Mm. Uh, if you look field, at that. Over, yeah, this is a great field, field goal goals. prop game. This is a great field goal prop like game that. for me. I like, uh, I like the Jets. I liked him really a lot at plus three and a half. Don't like him really at plus one, though. Yeah, three and a half, man. I th- I feel like they'd be the play, so I'm with you there. Uh, here's one where I bet it, plus eight, and it's down to seven right now, and it's the Texans, and there's a good chance that this is a good bet, and there's also a chance that this is a terrible bet because, like, the uh, the blueprint on how to stop the Raiders is there, and especially with the Texans. If you look at the Texans, their one win was against the Jags, so they play too high shell at a below average rate. They really never play it with Lovey Smith, right? They're still running like the Tampa two. But against the Colts, for some reason, when they shut down Trevor Lawrence and he did absolutely nothing, they came out and ran it that week at the league's highest rate. 80% of Trevor Lawrence's um, dropbacks. The one way you could beat Derek Carr and make him very uncomfortable, we've seen it, is too high shell. Like, he's just as bad as Joe Burrow and Mahomes was last year, the first four weeks of the season. The thing is, though, are the Texans going to play it at the lowest rate, which they do? Are they going to play it at the highest rate like they did against the Jags? Because the blueprint on how to keep this game close is there, and the Texans have been a sneaky team. I don't think they could win in, like, a shootout. They're averaging 17 points per game. But, dude, their defense is sneaky good. Derek Stingley was a great pick. They're only giving up 19.8 points per game. But do you more think importantly, he would have taken sauce over Stingley, though? I I would have. I don't know. I like. I, I, I don't think so. Actually, really? I don't, yeah, Stingley. Everything they do defensively is like because of him. I that's tough because both guys are really damn good. I would take either. Baldy likes Stingley a lot. Yeah. When, yeah. when he's been on, he said Stingley's gonna be a really good player. Texans run defense only uh, is thirteenth in the league. So I I think they could keep it close. What about you guys? Yeah, I mean, you know, the Texans are my lock of the week. Lock, lock of the week. Love Houston this week. Plus seven. Give them to me. My favorite play. Love that. Yeah, I like the Texans a lot in this spot. It's an, not only a numbers play. It's a matchup play. Two bye week teams. Uh, you know, obviously Las Vegas coming off of a bye week in Las Vegas. Not much to do in Houston except for get massages. Um, yeah. But <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like Houston in this spot. They're playing really tough. They're covering the number to pretty much everyone. What about Seahawks Chargers? I feel like this one, the value's kind of gone because you were looking at like a plus seven, then it was six. Now it's down to five and a half with Seattle. They're obviously popular because they're scoring a bunch of points and Geno's the best quarterback in the league. I feel like this might be a get right spot for the, I mean, the Chargers have been winning games, but I mean, did they really deserve to win that game against Denver? Nobody no. wanted to win no, that game. No one did. No. I, feel, I feel like Seattle's going to be like a really, really, really trendy dog. And I would only probably look at them at this number still, but this is a stay away from me. As the week goes on more and more, I'm liking the Chargers more and more. John Ewing posted this morning that it's, and it's still early. We still have Saturday and Sunday morning, early afternoon to go. Seahawks are getting 90% of the bets right now in this game. I mean, that's, that's a green light right there to take the Chargers in itself. So people clearly love what Seattle's doing. Geno's been a great story this year. They've been a fun offensive team to follow and watch. And the Chargers, because of their injuries, because of how unimpressive they are, because 
of how everybody thinks of Brandon Staley as a coach, when they're laying a number like five and a half, nobody's going to want to back that. So you can understand. But the Chargers are the play because Justin Herbert, when he gets protected, is as good as it gets. Now, Seattle had six sacks last week against Arizona. So if they can obviously duplicate that, if they can have anywhere close to that kind of performance, they should cover this number. But I I really think the Chargers offensive line is going to play a good game. I think they protect Herbie. And I like them to cover this spread, win by at least a touchdown. Yeah, you talk about, though, how Justin Herbert does with a clean pocket. Like, the only player that is in this matchup better than him, Geno Smith. 114.6 uh, passer rating in a clean pocket. Passer rating under pressure is, is better than Justin Herbert as well at 89. Tons more big-time throws. Uh, definitely still able to throw, throw more picks, obviously, than Justin Herbert. But, yeah, yeah I... I don't have an official play in this game. I think the only thing that I would do here is to take the over. It feels like, yes, the Chargers are banged up, and yes, like we saw them play a very gross game against the the Broncos, but with the Seahawks' defense being as bad as it is and how much they're cooking on offense, I kind of like this to be an over game. Yeah, uh, this next game, man, everybody likes this to be an over game because this total keeps going up. Chiefs 49ers, obviously the 49ers make a big deal. They trade away a bunch of draft picks for Christian McCaffrey, which is a huge upgrade for that offense. You know what Shanahan likes to do with his run game. Now you have one of the better backs in the league, and you have a great offensive line, especially when Trent Williams is healthy. So I can't wait to watch that. And then you have the Chiefs who are coming off a loss, which is always scary betting against Andy Reid off a loss. It's a one and a half point spread. The Chiefs on the road are favored. I like the under in the game. This total keeps going up, and I actually got the worst of the number. I played under 48. It's now 48 and a half. I'm cool with that. I just, I, I think that everybody's going to see Mahomes and now, you know, the 49ers offense and think points. I think this is going to be like a 24 21 game, though. Kansas City's defense, I know they have some issues right now in the secondary, but they got a bunch of guys that could fly to the ball, and I think they're sneaky good. Um, and then San Francisco, we know how good they are. The problem is, like, breaking down this game is the injury report. Everybody's hurt, man. Uh, anything in this one for you guys? Spread keeps going down. San Francisco now one-and-a-half-point dogs. Mahomes, you mentioned how good Andy Reid and him have been in their career off a loss, 11-3 and three from Mahomes. Kansas City has a bye next week, and that's key. So are they going to play it like the Raiders did when they played the Chiefs, and they're like, we have our bye next week, so let's just all let it out on the field this week? Or are they going to have a little bit of a letdown after the Bills? Guys are already setting up flights for Cancun next week. They're looking ahead. Not much prep this week. And San Francisco, look, anytime you get to play Kansas City, they're going to want revenge for what happened in the Super Bowl. Anytime you get that, the excitement of Christian McCaffrey coming over this week, I think, you know, there's a reason why this spread is dropping. It'd be San Francisco or pass for me. When Kansas City is this short a number, it's just so easy to blind bet them, so easy to take them. Especially with the injuries to the Niners. No Nick Bosa and Traverius Ward. It's going to look like this week. Mosley and Jimmy Ward, we know, are out for SF. So it's got to be Niners or pass. I don't like it now that the numbers dropped this much. I like. I was hoping for a three, and we got it then, and then it just kept dropping. I was looking for a three and a half. But at this number, I can't play. Yeah, one and a half. It's a no play for me. I loved it at three and a half. Um, and obviously kept dropping with the Christian McCaffrey news. I don't think that's actually meaningful, though. Like, I think that's... That number changed because of that, but I don't know necessarily if he plays. Do you guys? Even if he does, I don't care. Like I if, mean, like I, well, I mean, snaps like I do. Really but I don't think he does. Yeah, I mean, you know? yeah. I, it makes me like Kansas City a little more. Here's the thing: San Francisco is just completely banged up. Like they have what ten guys that were 
meaningful, meaningful Oh, I got players. their injury report up right now. Eric Armstrong, obviously. Uh, George Kittle. We don't even know if he's playing still. Trent, yeah. Trent Williams. Is, is is resting right now. He was a. He, I, th- I think actually he was a full participant today. He didn't practice on Wednesday, so he should be out there. Yeah, yeah they're beat up. Two guys on the of- offensive line are banged up. I think it would have to be the Kansas City Chiefs on the money line or nothing. That's it. Like, yeah. I, I just think all the injuries that the Niners have really are going to kill them. You know, acclimating a new running back into the system. I don't think he's going to play, so I don't think that line movement is really very meaningful. Yes, they are in San Francisco. I do think this is going to be a good game, but just give me the Kansas City Chiefs to win after a tough loss uh, at home at, against Buffalo. Last game, Steelers Dolphins. I have nothing in this one. The Dolphins seven and a half point favorites. The total is forty five and a half. Quick rapid fire. Does anybody have anything in this game? Now yes. that it's gone to seven and a half, I got to take the Steelers oh, with the no, hook. I Looks like Kenny P is going to play. Two is obviously going to be back from Miami. Give me the Dolphins. Well, you give guys, me the Steelers. We could fight this out in the final segment when we give all of our picks.